Did you think this day was going to come? We might as well call this the educated podcast. We're no longer uneducated because we're on time for once in a month. Three stocks that I'm looking at going into September. Now, let's just get right into it because this is a special day. This is like Hanukkah, Christmas, Halloween all mixed into one. This is the moment you've been waiting for. Now, when it comes to this booming all-time highs market, of course, it's gotten a little crazy. Like, like if you were in tech stocks like I was for this past bit, you know this run-up was pretty much unimaginable. Right now, we have companies like Apple who are literally up 65% and up over 100% from those February-March lows. But with the, such a crazy run up from all these stocks, from all these tech stocks doing 20 to 30 percent more, what stocks am I personally looking at for my portfolio for September? I got to start at number one. And if you've been listening to the podcast, it has to be obvious. Gold, baby. Come on, gold. It is just so revolutionary, so easy, such a no brain investment. Just put your money in gold. Recently, gold has gone on a crazy surge because the Fed announced their inflation targets. We know they're printing money. Now they're saying they're going to continue to print money until they get inflation up to a certain target. What does that mean? Higher supply of U.S. dollars in the economy means that the demand is going to be a little bit down. Price is going to you know, drop a little bit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of supply of dollars means they're not as valuable, which means the price has to go down. Economics 101 or 102 or 205. I don't know what class it was, but economics, baby. If dollars are not as valuable, what gains value? Gold. So simple. So easy. Gold has a crazy run up and it dropped like 7% already. Literally, this is straight technical analysis. You just buy gold and by the end of the year, it's going to probably go up. Sorry, a year from now, you're basically guaranteed at least a 7% return. It's going to retrace and go back to those highs. Easy investment. Um, Before gold dropped, you know, I bought a gold option. Um, This is a lot more riskier and literally made like 30% return on my investment. Um, I I think gold is just like such a no-brainer play that um, if you don't have at least like 5% in your portfolio, you're really doing yourself a disservice. It's great diversification tool. And when stocks go up, gold's going to hold its value. When stocks go down, gold is relatively going to hold its value or go up as well. It's it's really the greatest diversification tool. Now, for my personal portfolio, what I'm aiming to go to is around 20%, maybe 30%. And that is a bit more extreme. But the only reason I'm doing that is because I'm going to be looking at the technical price levels. And when it gets to certain levels, I'm going to be selling off gold. But if you aim for around 5 to 10% of your portfolio, especially right now, I can't see it being anything short but of just like the recommended diversification for your portfolio. In these times when the stock market's an all-time high um, and it's kind of hard to know what stocks might retrace back, gold just seems like an obvious investment. Now, number two, if this, if gold was more of an obvious investment, I would say that this investment here is more of your uh, mid-risk type of investment. 
Um, and this is basically for me, it's both based on two things. Uh, the stock is ticker JWN. That's Nordstrom company. They're a clothing company, a high, I would say a higher end retailer. They're found in big malls. You know, think of the big malls and big cities. You'll see them as the mega retailer there. That's the one that pays the highest rent costs, does the highest marketing and, you know, gets the most floor space in the mall. That's Nordstrom. And in a, in a land where all retailers are getting crushed, um, Nordstrom is just such an obvious investment. Shout out to my boy, uh, Jeremy from Financial Education. He and his group really pointed this one out in a video and just looking into it, it's just so obvious. Right now, all retailers are getting murdered. You know, of course, we see JCPenney, Sears basically going out of business. And in a world where all retailers are murdered, there has to be one retailer that's getting murdered disproportionately. So Nordstrom is really just a comparable analysis. It's going to do better than the rest. And we're heading into an environment where tech stocks are becoming so overvalued. And I'm someone who holds literally like 60 to 70% of my portfolio is tech stocks. I can't see a situation where eventually like a year from now people aren't slowly selling their tech stocks and putting them into other stocks and one of those other areas is going to be retail and which retail company is going to outperform nordstrom think and the main reason is this right you see what's going on in the coronavirus the coronavirus is happening so many people are losing their jobs so many people are out of work unemployment's as high as it's ever been however when you really get down and think about it it's only been the lower and lower middle class who's truly been getting affected. Unlike the 2008 crisis, where it was the lower class, the upper class, and the upper middle class all getting affected, like everyone got hit by the 2008 housing crisis. This crash really is specifically only hitting people who don't have a lot of money, which is kind of crazy when you really think about it. Like everyone else is having the time of their life in the stock markets and their jobs. But lower to lower middle class is going to getting destroyed. And that just means that the upper middle class, you know, that wealth gap is going up and the upper middle class still has that loot. They still have that cash money, baby. They still have the Carter three, the New Testament in their bank accounts. So they are ready to purchase clothes. And these upper tier retailers are going to reek in the benefits with all the pent up demand because of coronavirus. People love ordering online, but when it comes to those super expensive clothes, they still love the experience of going into the mall and trying them on. And that's what Nordstrom provides. Now, for the third stock in September, I want to take this moment to really talk about the insanity that's going on with Apple and Tesla. Now, I already talked about Apple up 65% and Tesla, you know, has just been going on crazy. And I know a lot of people are looking at Tesla and um, Apple as like, are they good buys before the stock split? Now, if you're not familiar with the stock split right now, Tesla's priced over $2,000. And typically when stocks are really expensive, uh, what um <clears throat> what companies will do is they'll do something called a stock split where literally if you owned one share of tesla before one share is two thousand dollars right now if you had one share before they'll split that into five shares so one of your tesla shares will now be five tesla shares that are worth four hundred dollars a piece 
simple math, 2000 divided by five. It's very, very simple math. And basically nothing happens. Nothing fundamentally happens about the, the company. The share is still worth the same amount. However, a stock split is usually a positive sign uh, from the company to investors. This shows that the company has, for one, gone up enough in price where that the company sees relative value of making the stock more affordable again to retail investors. And two, it gives just another date for technical traders to basically trade around. A lot of technical traders like using different news dates to make their buys and sells. So big one is earnings, of course. But of course, now with August 31st being the stock split date for Apple and Tesla, it gives just speculators, um, retail traders, and these institutional traders that are also taking part of speculation, it gives them another date where they can feel that, okay, uh, what do I think is going to happen in the date? How much people do I think is going to enter this market? So the million dollar question is, is Tesla or is Apple a great buy before the stock split date? Personally, for me, I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm out. I really am. If Tesla goes from $2,000 to $3,000 on the stock split days, kudos to all of those people who own Tesla stock. You just made another 30% to return. You are the light-skinned Keith Sweat. And my hat is off to you. However, right now, Tesla and Apple are in where I call they're no longer following fundamentals. This is straight technical analysis. This is straight hedge funds just buying support lines and selling resistance lines and going for different price targets. So my overall view on Tesla is anytime Tesla drops 7%, 10%, or 15%, I will be looking for buys there. But in the case of buying on run-ups, that's just not my flavor. I'm not going to be looking to buy Tesla on run-ups. Um, on average, the stock market, like the S&P 500, on average goes down you know, 7% or 6% a year, like once every year. Um, 14%, they go down that much once every two years. But of course, this is a year where we had a recession. So there's so much volatility in the market that the S&P 500 has been going down 7% multiple times within the year, 6% multiple times, 14% multiple times. Um, However, I still think these are important like ratios to just to think about. So like when you see a super volatile company like Tesla, um, I want to see it fall down like seven or 14 percent down to a support before I buy. Because even if it goes down another 15 percent and it's down 30 percent total, I think that will that will solidify and be a decent buying point. Right now, Tesla's market cap is 400 uh, billion. Obviously, it's at the point now where you can clearly see that. It could pass Facebook and reach a trillion dollars before Facebook does, which is literally insane. But of course, just the industries they're in, they have such a competitive advantage and they're so far ahead of all the other companies that a company that has that much earning potential, it's not hard to see that it might be worth a bunch if they had more capital at, um, to be disposed of. But anyways, this is just what I'm literally looking at in the market. Um, I don't necessarily re recommend just following what I'm buying, but... Um, this is just what I'm looking at. This is my thoughts. I've already bought Nordstrom at around $15. I've already bought um, uh, Golds around $185. Now that's $180. I'm just buying more. Um, I actually bought like my options for gold around $182. And when gold started to hit around $186, $188, I sold and just made 30% on my options. 
Um, but I'm buying more gold. I still think it's a phenomenal, easy investment. And I'm just thinking a year from now, will my gold hold value or at least go up around 7%? I, my money would be on 7%, to be honest. And at this point, my portfolio is already up 45%. I'm just trying to maintain the percentage and I'm trying to solidify and guarantee that by the end of the year, my portfolio will still be up around 45%. And to do that, I have to diversify. My tech stocks have become too big a portion of my portfolio. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning.